Welcome to Mox on the Mic, your exclusive look into all things Chattanooga athletics. Here's your host, Chris Goforth. Welcome in to Mox on the Mic. I'm Chris Goforth. Glad to have you with us. Mox on the Mic is available wherever you download your podcast from. Make sure you, that you subscribe, rate, and review. That way you'll always get Mox on the Mic downloaded directly to your device. It also helps Mox fans out there find us, and it helps us find more Mox fans like you. We have got ourselves a full show for you today. Andy Meyer, the uh, head coach for track and cross country, he's going to join us. We'll chat with him. One of his runners, student athlete uh, Mackenzie Jones, she will be with us as well. And then we'll close up shop talking a little bit of golf with Colette Murray, the head women's golf coach. So make sure you stick around for that. Right now, though, let's go ahead and hop into it. Here is our conversation with Andy Meyer, the head coach of track and cross country for the Chattanooga Mines. Well, Coach, appreciate you giving us a little bit of time this week. Before we get kind of too much into things, real quickly, you guys did get to finish your indoor season. It was the outdoor season that was canceled. So if you can, can you kind of recap a little bit how things went for you guys competing in the indoor portion of the schedule? Yes, Chris, I can. Um, we started the second week in January um, with our official schedule, and we were um, at Samford uh, down there in Birmingham um, for uh, uh, three different meets, um, and then we had our um, indoor conference. The kids did really well. We, we were really pleased with the progression. Um, we had several kids um, set PRs. Um, and everybody improved from meet to meet to meet um, all the way to the uh, indoor conference. Um, uh, we had some great indoor performances. Um, we had a freshman hurdler, Madeline Thompson. She did absolutely wonderful. Um, uh, we had a, a, a freshman sprinter, Mackenzie Williamson, did great. She got faster from meet to meet. A lot of times it takes freshmen a little bit to get to used to um, – running on an indoor surface and, and, and trying to run hard through the turns. It's, it, it takes them a little bit of time um, to, to get that under the belt and get used to that. So um, they did really well. Uh, of course, Abby Bateman um, did wonderful in, in the 800 and um, ran as fast as she had indoor, ever had um, run indoor. Um, and then um, uh, uh, Ashland, uh, Broling uh, in the 1500 set uh, personal PRs from meet to meet to meet. She got faster. Um, and then our distance kids, um, they did a wonderful job um, as well, especially uh, 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 Mackenzie Jones. Um, she came in and just killed it from meet to meet, whether we put her in a 3,000 or the 5,000, didn't matter. She just killed it um, and had a great um, uh indoor season, as well as uh, Sophia um, Neglia. Sophia, um, she's always kind of did okay in uh, indoor, but she had a really good indoor season um, and just just killed um, her indoor times from previous. So we were really excited going into the outdoor season because um, uh, the kids, you know, we use indoor um, as a development for the outdoor season and, and just kind of work on kids' weaknesses and what they need to. 
Um, so we were just really fired up for the outdoor season. It's like, goodness, if they're this fast already, you know, what's this hold for the outdoor season? And, uh, um, you know, it, then it got cut short. But uh, we, we were really pleased with our, our, our team and, and the progression of the girls through the indoor season. When did you realize the season was in jeopardy? Gosh, when we came back from um, the indoor, there's already some talk at uh, um, the indoor meet that um, you know, just talking with the coaches and, and just seeing the way the other conferences were, were moving in that direction. Um, and then we, after indoor, we allow the kids kind of a, a week, an easy week. And it was during, actually during that easy week, then all of a sudden you saw this conference shut down, you saw cancellation of this meet, cancellation of this meet. And then it become a, a realization, um, you know, right there, uh, uh, you know, like the, the, uh, about the 10th of March, you know what, this isn't going to happen. There were just too many, you know, we would see this indoor, uh, outdoor meet, um, uh, Emory got canceled and then Tennessee canceled, then Auburn canceled. And it was like, gosh, almighty, you know, we're not going to have an, uh, an outdoor season, unfortunately. How tough of a conversation was that for you to have with your kids and particularly your seniors? Because at that point in time, they had to just assume it was over. Yeah, it, that Chris, that that was tough because we had five kids, um, five senior girls that were just, um, you know, they had been with the program the whole time. Um, the, these uh, girls had had, um, you know, Abby Bateman, um, uh, 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 Julia Henderson. Um, Hannah Caldwell was another one that I forgot to mention her indoor. She had a great indoor season. Um, um, uh, Nicole uh, Burley had done well on in the indoor season. And then we had a, a fifth senior, um, Emily Poole. And Emily um, had eligibility for outdoor, but not for indoor. So she was uh, had trained through indoor um, and was coming back, um, especially for the outdoor season. And to train that hard and, and um, you know, all these uh, seniors – uh, were, were great girls. They were good girls. Um, you just hated to have that conversation. You didn't want to have that conversation. Um, you know, and it was emotional uh, uh, talking uh, with them because that was it. That was, it didn't end the way they wanted to, certainly not the, the way we wanted it to. Um, and, um, you know, we'd hoped, um, you know, some of them would come back, but it, it just, you know, Again, they're really smart girls. Um, two of them have already been accepted to graduate school, so they're moving on. The others, another two had already accepted jobs. They had great jobs, um, uh, Julia and Emily. And so, you know, they had, they've, they've got to go to work and um, already accepted positions. And then we'd hope that Nicole would come back, but things just didn't work out for her graduate school and, and whatnot. So um, it, it's certainly not the way we wanted the, the, those girls' career to end because the leadership they've shown, the hard work they've shown, um, yeah, you know, they deserve better. How much are you staying in contact and how are you staying in contact with your kids right now? Um, we, now we've been meeting once, uh, uh, a week through zoom meetings. Um, 
uh, for all the kids that can make it. And then we turn around and um, I put out something almost daily. Um, whether it's just a uh, how's everybody doing, um, we put out, um, you know, uh, a weekly train plans that they can follow at home if they're feeling good. Um, we also um, uh, uh, have been in contact with our incoming, because their seasons are done too. Um, and so we've started, um, as a matter of fact, tomorrow uh, evening we have a team-wide uh, Zoom meeting. Um, and then, you know, as kids come up with this question or that question, then we answer the questions. But, but um, also on, uh, later on today, every Tuesday, I put out a little thing about a life lesson. Um, and, and we did that before the season anyway. So they're getting stuff from us, um, you know, three, four times a week. You know, I think one of the great things about track is it's a sport where you compete really against yourself as much as you compete against an opponent with that in mind, how much running are your guys and, and girls, how much are they able to get in this time of the year? Um, they've been able to get in a, a, a good amount. Cause once a season shut down, once we knew that this was it, once the Southern conference, you know, officially shut the season down, we, we, we let the kids rest a couple weeks. And so by April 1st, we're training for cross country. Um, you, you know, as coaches and seeing what's going on, um, and you, one of the things you, you, you look at other programs and what, what are they going to do? Um, you know, everybody had the same thing. You let your kids rest since there's no and you get them ready for cross country. Um, I anticipate this upcoming cross country season to be one of the fastest and one of the hardest um, uh, seasons because kids have had so long to train. They ha they're going into it with such a huge base because everybody was, you know, everybody's letting their kids rest. And April first, you're getting ready for a cross country season because usually this time of year, you know, the conference meet was scheduled for the weekend um, this past weekend, and so um, you know the kids that that had a qualifying time for the East regions, they would still be training. We would still be doing. Um, you know, some of our kids would still be training for track. Some of them would just now be getting resting. You ran for the mocks back in the in the mid '80s. What's it like now to be back and be in charge of the program? Um, it's a lot different. You, you know, you kind of see things uh, through a different light. You, you know, when when I was running and and you you're bonding with the team, the the male guys. You kind of you know at, at times the, the the coach becomes a a focal point of uh, rallying, not so much around, but at times rallying, oh man, he's making us get up. He's making us do this. We've got to do this. So the kids kind of bond over that. Um, and now that I'm on the other side, looking at the kids, you know, making them get up early and making them run. And I kind of, you know, uh, understand, you know, what Coach Wood was having us do uh, a little bit better. Um, you also kind of, um, having been on the kids' side, you, you, you get that. As a coach, you understand, you know, sometimes, you know, it's, you've got exams, and it, it's hard to get out um, when, you've, when you've been up, you know, most of the night studying, and then you've got a coach that wants you up at 6 a.m. And, and so trying to have a, a, a fair perspective for the kids, um, I, I think, um, has, has really, you know, uh, uh, as a coach and a runner, it, it, it aids you in the development and in setting out that scheduling because you have both perspectives now.
How has the sport changed in the last 30, 35 years? Gosh, Chris, it's, it's um, overall the, 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 the top end, uh, the, the, the sport, it, you know, my citizens, uh, Coach Gaston, um, Ty, we talk about this all the time. The, the top end hasn't got a lot faster, um, but the quality of kids, um, the amount of kids that run fast times has got a lot more. Um, you know, you still, every now and then, you think back of the Jim Ryans running 358, 359 in high school. Well, you know, every now and then you'll have that kid. But the amount of kids now that are running 425s and below, um, it's just incredible the, the amount of kids that are doing that. In, in the two-mile, every now and then you'd have that kid that would break 907. Oh, man, there are so many kids running 930s. Um, it's, it's just amazing. So, again, the top end hasn't got much faster, but it's the quality of kids, the, the amount of kids running those, those really good times. Um, there's a lot more of those kids. Um, I don't know um, – and I thought of this. Uh, actually, I was I was talking to some uh, guys over the weekend. I don't know that I would recruit myself because there are so many faster kids. <laughs> Speaking of recruiting, and you mentioned your incoming freshman a little while ago, you signed two for your men's cross country team. Tell us a little bit about those those new additions you've got coming in. Yeah, we're excited. And, and again, these are kids. Um, just just what I was talking about, um, Seth Robinson and um, uh, Eric Mitchell, they're, they're, they're great kids. Um, they come from great families, smart kids. Um, but again, they're in that, they are fast. Those, these kids are um, sub uh, 425 milers. They're um, uh, 930 and below two milers. Um, they both were in the top 10 of the state cross country. I mean, they're just, you know, really good kids, fast kids. Um, and then um, just recently, um, we, we added a couple more uh, guys on um, Jacob Boy, Boykin and uh, Keegan Mulkey. And, um, again, they're not quite as fast as the other two, but they're just right behind them. So between the four of them, um, we're, we, we've got a really good incoming class. And um, you can tell when you've done a, a, a good job recruiting is – when the guys, um, when the rest of the, the, the men's team, they're excited about having these kids. Um, you know, it, it, they realize how much better of a team we're going to be um, with the development of these kids. I mean, it's just, it's just um, you, you know, we're really excited about these uh, next couple of years for the men's program. And on the women's side, you added four there. A little bit about that group. Yeah. Well, um, on, on the girls' um, uh We've added. Uh, we're, we're excited um, again. The, the, the quality uh, of the girls. Um, uh, we've uh, Emma and uh, Juliana uh, McReynolds uh, and Emma Russman. They actually come from the same team. They come from the um, Dobbins Bennett, who uh, Sophia uh, Nagley from our team uh, came from there as well. And um, both of them were in the top ten in the state cross country. Um, they've, uh, 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 had a lot of experience. Um, they come from a team, um, Dobbins Bennett won the state meet, 
Um, you know, they are uh, probably, there's a couple girls um, in the state that, that are just sensational. And right below those are these two girls. Um, and, and we feel very lucky to have these two girls. Um, the experience, um, um, we, with those five that, uh, seniors that I mentioned, we, we've got to replace those girls and we feel really good about Juliana and Emma coming in. We've also signed a local girl from Baylor, Emmy Davis, who had sensational indoor season. Um, I think Emmy in the small division of the state meet was in the top five. Um, so we're excited about what she can do. Um, uh, we've signed, uh, uh Ali Potter, um, out of Nashville and Brooke Revis, um, from, um, Franklin. Um, again, they're going to add some depth, uh, especially at the mid distance. We signed a girl out of, um, Hannah Deering, um, out of North Georgia who, um, Hannah, uh, been two uh, twenty in the eight hundred, but really we, we look at her as more of a distance girl. Um, and then we also um, uh, signed a girl Rebecca Pass um, uh, from uh, just north of uh, Knoxville, and we're, we're we're excited about her in the mid distance. She's going to be a little bit um, of a project because she's a, a really good swimmer, but just ran um, one year and it was like two twenty three and eight hundred off just one year running. So we're excited about all these girls that we've got coming in. Um, the, the depth that they add to us. I mean, it's going to be hard to replace the, the, the five that we lost, but we feel good that we're, we're definitely on the way of, of replacing those girls. Coach, appreciate you giving us some time. Hopefully the next time we do this, I hope we can be in the same room and do it, but yes, uh, appreciate sir. you giving us some time. Thank you very much. Um, and uh, thank you all for the, the support and everything you do for our kids and our program. Well, appreciate Coach Meyer giving us some time and a, a great opportunity to be able to talk with him and, and kind of get a little bit of a recap of uh, of what's been happening with the uh, cross country and track teams. And now we want to head to Morristown, Tennessee, and join Mackenzie Jones, one of the runners for uh, Coach Meyer's on his track team. And she was kind enough this week to be able to give us some time. Well, Mackenzie, thanks for uh, for giving us some time and. How did you find out that the season was being canceled? I kind of had it in my head that it was going to happen, but was just waiting because everything was so like one step at a time and just nobody really knew for sure. But then I knew that um, the nationals had gotten canceled and they canceled March Madness and they canceled the NBA. And I just kind of sat around waiting on emails were coming about all sorts of things and uh, with school and all like I was getting like 20 emails within like an hour for the first couple days and um I saw the first thing on Twitter and then it wasn't until like the next day or two that they sent us an email um and then the athletic department came out and like made videos and stuff and kind of gave some more details and stuff so now you still have another year left to compete but academically you're a senior. You're just about ready to uh, to graduate with with a double major. So, first, let's talk academics here. What are those two majors for you? I'm a major in communications, and then last year I decided I was going to add sports, outdoor recreation, and tourism, and um, 
because communications has to have a minor, but there wasn't a minor that I really liked. And I really liked the idea of the sports and um, that kind of stuff. So I just added it as a double major. So what do you want to do after, after college? That's kind of a hard question. I'm not exactly sure. There's so many options that I could go with that. Like I could work with a sports team. I could work with um, a private publication or in an organization. So I have a lot of options, which is a good thing and a bad thing at the same time. So I'm just going to have to wait and see what kind of things open up at the time. Now, the NCAA, thankfully, has come back and been able to grant an extra year of eligibility for those that that didn't have eligibility beyond this year. You had the extra year, but you're also set to be able to graduate pretty soon. Was there ever a thought in your mind that maybe I won't come back and run? I definitely want to as much as I can because I didn't really have my first year until last year. So I'm a senior, but this is only my second year running, and I really only had cross-country and indoor last year and cross-country and indoor this year because I was hurt in outdoor last year. So I haven't really done that much in college, even though I am a senior. So Yeah, you're, uh, you're really, you're still ex- getting a chance to experience everything, are you? Yeah, I've never had an outdoor season in college, so it's kind of sad. So what's happening for you during this time of, of quarantine that we've all been going through? How much are you able to work out? How are, what are you doing to stay in shape right now? For me right now, things aren't really that different because where I live, um, I can run whenever I want to pretty much. and um the gyms just opened up on friday so i can go um within like limited hours and stuff and you just have to carry around a spray bottle and wipe stuff down so i can lift and i can bike there if i want to and luckily the weather's been good and we have um good back roads and stuff so when i wasn't running i could ride my bike and i got a set of weights and a kettlebell for christmas last year so that has worked out really well because there were days that I wasn't running and that it was storming and like the wind 20 miles an hour and there was no way I was going outside and all these people are putting like live classes on the internet so I would just like do a class down in my basement and so it's been good to kind of take a break and mix things up and with my training because right now there's no reason to overdo it and hurt yourself but there's really no reason to not be in shape either. So it's just kind of taking it one day at a time and working with what the weather and the situation and everything gives me. Do you have a favorite distance to run? Like in a race? Yeah. Uh, well, I like the longer things because I do better the longer I go. So in cross country, like a 6K is as far as we go right now. Um, in track, I've never actually done the 10K, but that's what I'm hoping to do. And so, what's the summer going to be like for you? I know you still got one class left to take during the summer, but what are you? Uh, what are your plans for the summer? Still going to be pretty busy. I finished classes pretty much like two weeks ago, so I'm taking a little break to kind of like clean and do some fun things for myself. 
And I usually house sit and dog sit a lot for people when they go on trips, but that's all kind of up in the air right now, whether or not people are going to get to take trips. So I might find another job, but I also have, um, I haven't taken the GRE yet. I have to do that by July 4th. So I have to study for that because it's been a while since I've had a math class and I'm getting my personal training certification through NASM and I'm going to get that done this summer. So I'm still going to stay pretty busy and we live on the lake. So I'm going to be out there. I haven't skied in a while, so I'm looking forward to the water warming up so I can ski. Yeah, the uh, the math section of the GRE, that is the bane of communication students everywhere. Trust yeah, I was really good at math in high school and then I just stopped taking it. Once I got to college, I took one math class and that's all I had to do. And so I'm a little worried. We, uh, we've been getting uh, Netflix suggestions from everybody here over the last couple of weeks. Uh, we're all trying to find something new to watch. You got a, you got a good uh, Netflix suggestion for us? I could probably live my entire life without watching TV, period. So I don't. I watch sports and Christmas movies and Big Bang Theory, and that's about it. So at night, I'll, like, I won't watch anything all day unless I find like a YouTube video. Like I really love to watch Jerry Brooks. I don't know if you know who that is, but I watch sports people and Jerry Brooks because my mom works at a school and so he's really funny. And at night I'll watch sports if there's something on or Big Bang Theory. So that's what we've been doing. And there's, it's not Christmas, so I can't watch Christmas movies. Oh, you know, Hallmark's got to have a Christmas movie on, right? Medea's been on TV, though. I do like Medea. So. Mackenzie, thanks for the time, and uh, hopefully we'll get a chance to catch up again. Oh, no problem. Thank you. Thanks to Mackenzie for being with us as well. And it's always fun when we get a chance to sit down and talk with Colette Murray. She is in her 13th year as the women's golf coach at Chattanooga. She's by far one of the best and most interesting conversations that you can have uh, when you get a chance to talk with Coach Murray. And certainly glad to have her with us this week on Mox on the Mic. Well, Coach, how much of your season were you guys actually able to finish? Well, I mean, we're, we were fortunate. We, we play fall and spring, and both count. It's not like um, other, other sports that are classified as spring sports that only – what they do only counts in the spring. Our season starts in August, and our, our trip to, to the postseason starts then. The ranking system you know, begins at that time. So we got to play our, our whole fall because we're regarded as a spring – spring season we had played two tournaments of our spring segment and we were making our way from one tournament to the other over spring break and we got word that um you know we were, we were literally traveling from one part of florida to another not knowing if we were gonna actually get to play because some teams were pulling out and we knew that other tournaments had been cancelled. So we were just, it was spring break, so we stayed down there. And then we got word from the NCAA that they had completely abolished the rest of the, the season. So 
then we got the call on we were making our way to Disney which we were like should we go to Disney because we don't even know if that's a safe place for us to be and then we decided it's probably not the best thing to do and then Disney closed down and that's when everything kind of got okay this is this is this is getting real um, and then on the Friday uh, Mark Wharton and, and our staff had told anyone who was on the road to come back um, he was he was really good with us though we were we I like to travel and when we travel we go we try to stay in Airbnbs as often as we can and uh, that way we know what we're eating you know we can plan meals um, we've got some pretty uh, we've got good eaters on our team so a lot of the time uh, you know we don't do any fast food or anything like that and we can get awful long waits at restaurants when when we're trying to eat well on the road so we had we had rented this um, Airbnb that was on a ranch in the middle of uh, Florida near Dade City, and I called Mark Wharton and I said, you know, I've already paid for this. Is there any way you would mind us staying down there? And he's like, you know, just stay safe. I trust that you're going to take care of the the girls. So we kind of had a mini vacation because we were literally on this ranch, ten thousand acres, and this house in the middle of it all with this infinity pool and <laughs> it was glorious and um, so we stayed down there the ones that wanted to go practice went to practice and then the seniors you know they they were just summing up well this is the end of our our career so they you know sat by the pool and they studied and and then we got word that school was going to be cancelled for another week so it was really just an enjoyable day a few days for all of us um, on this ranch in the middle of Florida. It was, it was quite nice. <laughs> wow. That is by far the best story of, cause I think I've asked just about every coach we visited with, where were you when you found out? What was the reaction? That is mm -hmm. by far the best story that we've heard from anybody. Um, yeah. that was awesome for you guys. Oh, it was fantastic. I mean, no doubt we were disappointed in the season coming to an end. Uh, we really felt like, you know, this year was the year we were going to try and reclaim the Southern Conference championship. But, um, you know, when you put everything into perspective of, of what's going on in the world, it was, you know, you, you know that everybody's just trying to do the right thing by everybody. And, and, and my team's got a really good take on and One of our things is putting things in perspective and, you know, as disappointed as everyone seemed to be. And then the speculation started about, uh, you know, are, are, are the seniors going to get that other year? And then there was a conversation, well, if the seniors get it, then really everybody should get it because everybody was robbed of, of a season. And then it just, just all these different conversations were happening just within our team. And, you know, you can't make any promises but you can give them educated guesses and say, you know, I really, I feel like the NCAA really does try and, you know, do everything they can for the student athletes. So, you know, I was, I was able to kind of let them know that I really did believe that everybody would get another year. So as soon as, and we didn't get that confirmation until a few weeks later, but, you know, just having that, the possibility of having another year um, made everyone feel, I think, just a, a little bit better. Now you're you had two seniors, correct? Yeah. And are they both coming back next year? They're not. Uh, neither of them are actually coming back. We we had signed two people 
in the fall semester. And, and although, although there is a waiver um, from the NCAA that you can go over your, your, your budget, your scholarships, your equivalencies and all those things, um, within the university, our, our department, um, we're trying to do it in a, in a fair way that if you have it within your budget, then you can, you can you know, bring them back. But if you don't, um, and we had already gotten two more commitments, two more signees, which I think are, is going to be publicized this week. So we didn't, we didn't actually have it in our budget to, to bring them back. But I think both of them are in a position where, um, you know, they, they were, they're ready to make that next step in their lives anyway. So, um, yeah, we're, we're excited about the, who we have coming in. It is a, it is a younger squad, but, um, you know, we, we appreciate everything that, that both Kirsty and Manny did for us and their, their careers here. And um, we wish them, you know, nothing but good things in the future. You guys did have a couple of top ten finishes this year. Kind of recap the season and, and how it went. And feel free, I know you guys, it felt like, just following from afar, that is the longer the season went on, you guys seemed to be better in – February and March maybe than what you were playing in October is that fair um I I probably wouldn't agree with that statement <laughs> sorry um we played we played pretty solid in the fall and you know we we got by the end of the fall semester we got into a position we were you know looking pretty good for the postseason whether we won SOCON or not and um, we finished the fall season ranked 59 and 55 is normally the bubble number. So we really felt like we put ourselves in a good position. Um, and then we went and played that first tournament at Reynolds. And uh, we, didn't, it, we did not play as well as we had anticipated. And we came out the gates pretty slow at the start of the spring semester. So although I do think we would have progressed and, um, you know, be able to build on on a really good fall, we, we definitely didn't go off to the spring that we were really hoping for. It's 13th year for you, and you've built this program literally from the ground up. Can you describe for folks what the last 13 years have been like for you? Um, it's been very quick. Uh, I feel like a lot, a lot has happened. Um, the, to be able to say that, you know, we've, we've built this from the ground up and now that I have an assistant coach, Monica, one of our, our former players, you know, her and I talk about it a lot. It's nice just to have someone to talk to finally. <laughs> um, you know, I, I had a list of things I wanted to get done before I would feel like if I was going to move on, um, you know, I'd like to have all these things ticked off. And, and we're getting to the point where we almost have them all ticked off. And, and to be able to reflect on, on those things and, and how much we've been able to develop this program and, and, and to have been as good as we have been having less than a lot of people have um, really speaks volumes for, you know, what we're able to do here at Chattanooga. Um, and now that we're finally getting to a place that we're nearly on par with everybody else, it's, it's exciting to think about, you know, what could we possibly do now that we have six scholarships, now that we have an assistant coach? And, um, you know, I, 
I need to keep working on on Mr. Horton about you know recruiting budgets and travel budgets. But I know that this time of the year and and with all the circumstances that this is probably not the 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 year to be in his ear about um, you know trying to make our our budgets grow. But um, he's done a, a phenomenal job uh, for us. You know, I've I've really worked all the athletic directors. He's now the fourth because it was Steve Sloan that hired me and then Rick Hart came in, loved working for Rick and then David Blackburn, I really enjoyed working for, for David. But from a, a, a t in terms of, you know, really allowing our program to grow and have the most, I think, um, impact on our student athletes, I think no one's done a better job than Mark in, in a very short amount of time as well. And um, so I've I've got nothing but appreciation and thanks for him and you know hope that he'll he'll stick around as well because I mean I don't I, I love this town and I love this this university so I've got I've got no plans to go anywhere so I want I want Mark to stick around as as long as we can keep him. We had the chance uh, it's been a couple of months ago now actually to visit with Emma DeGroote when she was in mm. for the uh, for the Hall of Fame. Can you talk a little bit about what she meant, what she currently means to your program? No doubt. Emma, hands down, has been, you know, the best player that we've had. Uh, she really was uh, a diamond in the rough when when we were recruiting her. Um, but it was really, really nice just having her back here, having her, making, making my current players understand just, you know, how impactful um, you know, that first team was, you know, she's one of two original freshmen that, that started the program, both her and Christine Wolf, who's who's actually on the European tour right now. Um, she's still playing. But um, you know, it was it was just a really special time to know that not that she's come full circle, but you know, your 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 program is now in a position where it's been around long enough that you know, the first year that someone was eligible to be inducted into the Hall of Fame, you had someone that you could you could do this with. And I, and I think that speaks volumes of, you know, the, the tremendous work that she did when she was here. Um, she's almost, uh, almost a, what's the right word? Um, I can't even think what the word is, but everybody's kind of been hit, held to her standard. Um, and no one's worked harder than she than she did in her four years here. I remember um, I left practice one day, and this was this was every week. I, I left practice at the country club one day, and I went round to see one of one of our boosters, Georgia McCravey. And I remember I just thought I'm just going to drive past, you know, the course again just to see if if she was still there. And I'll never forget this is at half past eight. I left practice at about six o'clock and she was still on that, that putting green and um, just on her own, just working. And I think I've, I've held everyone to that. I wish everybody would want to work as hard as she did, you know? Um, so she's, I don't know if you can help me with the right word to, to compare everyone now to, to as hard as she worked. If, if everybody worked that hard, then, you know, as, as successful as we have been, and in any sport, if anyone worked as hard as she did, then, you know, they'd, they'd all be a lot better off. She set the bar pretty high, didn't she? 
she certainly did. Um, I forget how many individual wins she had, but it's she really had a remarkable, a remarkable um, career here, and um, we couldn't be we couldn't be more proud. And and it was just lovely re- reminiscing with with her and and her family about you know the times that they would come over and you know our nan would be stuck in the middle of the fairway and stick it in reverse and that beep would go for however long <laughs> so you know it was it was really nice for my current players to to get to meet Emma and and listen to the words that that she had for for everybody at the the Hall of Fame but in particular to them you know you're not always going to see eye to eye but you know, giving them that kind of assurance that, you know, what I'm asking you to do is 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 for your benefit. So you might not like it, but just kind of bear with it and, and keep going. How much are you able to be in contact right now with your current team? Oh, as much as as much as we want to. Um, I, I try to give them, you know, as much freedom as possible when when the summer months come. You know. We would we would like to think that we'd still be in season uh, at this point in time, and we'd be preparing for regionals, um, if if circumstances were different. But um, you know they're all pretty independent. They just finished with um, finals, and you know just touching base with them in terms of making sure that they're staying on top of their classwork, and it's it's a little different for for us because. Yeah, with, with soccer, you can get together and talk about, you know, um, how, how you want your formations to work and develop and, and flow through a game. And same thing with, with maybe bags, basketball and football, your X's and O's and all that kind of stuff. But it's a lot harder with golf because, I mean, you can get them all together and let's, let's talk about this golf course and let's play our way through it, even though we're not playing it. But they all hit the ball a different length. You know, they, they all um, have different strengths and different weaknesses. So it would be, I think it would be detrimental to, to do anything like that. But just, just touching base, just to touch base, um, I think is really all, all we can do. I mean, their golf courses are closed um, all around the world. So I, I don't want to put that kind of... Um, idea if we're talking about golf that they feel like they need to be out there and kind of add any kind of unnecessary stress that they might that that no one needs at this point in time so I know I know that when the time comes they're all going to work I know that the ones that are are returning or doing things at home um, and 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 at the end of the day that they all want to be successful so I I don't need to be kind of on them for that kind of stuff right now anyway you have um, you have some players from Europe. Was everybody able to get home okay? Yeah, um, that initial week, a few of them were kind of hinting, you know, could we stay? Our course is going to be open. And, and I just, you know, I said, I think you'd be better going home. Um, yeah, because initially we had the spring break, spring break week and then classes were cancelled for that additional week so that they were able to transition things online. And then there was the possibility of us going back to class in in um, April, but I mean, when you saw the Olympics was getting cancelled, Wimbledon's getting cancelled, and all, and you're just like, we're not going back to class. So I, I just encouraged them all to go home. 
and um, be be in an environment where you know you knew that they were safe, they were with their families, um, and 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 it's nice that they can become they can be coming from all around the world and they want to stay here. That's a great feeling and a great place to be in, um, knowing that your student athletes are happy and and consider this uh, home now. Um, but I, I did encourage them all to get back to their 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 own their own countries and their own um, environments and and their families and stuff because I just I just thought that was the the right thing to to do and the right place for them all to be. Can you give us some early thoughts on the 2021 campaign? You know what you've got coming back. You know what you're adding. Can you tell us a little bit? A young team, but what can you tell us about it? Yeah, I, I like to think uh, that this is this is. Are the best team that we've ever had. We've, we're bringing in a lot of young players and a lot of depth. Um, now that we're in a position that we have six scholarships, you know, for the longest time, you know, we were on two and a half, then we were on three, and then for a number of years, we were on four and a half. Now we're on six. So we're able to invest a lot of money in a number of players, which this is the first time that we've really done that. And um, it's it's nothing but positive because you know that when you've got a lot of money and you're able to invest a lot of money in players individually, then you're getting good quality. And and this is always going to be a program where, and I, and I don't mean this in a condescending way, but we're we're not getting the top ranked amateurs in the world, or you know in 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 the States. So this is always going to be a program where we're going to be developing players. And, but knowing that the players coming in are already more developed than the ones we've had in the past, um, I think is very encouraging for us. Monica, Monica San Juan, my assistant coach has, has really taken charge of, of, of the recruiting and and I trust her to do that. You know, it's obviously a team effort. We're both we're both signing off on it. But instead of me, you know, I do I do a lot more player development now, and um, which that's the thing I love to do. But knowing that I can I can invest less time in the recruiting and she can invest all her time in the recruiting, and I can put all my time into the player development. I think it's nothing but. Um, a positive and, and the players that are coming in are already better and the development that they're now able to to have I think is 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 very encouraging for us in our program. So how have you been able to spend quarantine? What have you been up to? Well you know other than just working from home which I love doing and and this is this is by no means a negative it, my office always has people in it, which is, it's, it's lovely, it's great, I love it, I wouldn't change it for the world, but there are a lot of days I go in there and I leave and I think, I did not get a whole lot of work done today. Um, so, so being at home, I'm actually probably a little bit more productive than I am in the office. So this, this environment suits me fine. The, the beauty of our job, you know, when we don't have student athletes, um, on campus and we're not able to be on the road recruiting because it's a dead period and um, I, I really enjoy this I, I love being at home and um, I love getting my emails done with you know a cup of tea and and my dog beside me and 
um, you know, those, those, those moments where you might have a break, you can just go sit in the garden, and maybe water my grass or my plants or something like that. And I've painted a few, few fences here and there. I, I got a power washer and that's my new best friend. So, um, you know, just doing, just doing wee things here and there that, that perhaps you don't, you don't normally have the time to until, until the summer comes around and, and your kids are, are away from home. So I, I, I I, I'm, I'm, I'm taking a negative situation and, you know, making it the most positive that I possibly can. And um, it's, it's actually been a real treat to have to have this time at home and, um, you know, you know, take a, a step away from everything for a, for a wee while. And I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed it, to be honest. I see two guitars in the background. Is that uh, is that something you spend your time with? Is that yours? Yeah, yeah, I've I've always been uh, sports and music were, were the thing that I was good at. I've got a twin brother; he got all the brains. Uh, we say so. I was never the academic in the family, and um, yeah, I, I love playing the guitar. I, I, I paddle about a little bit with um, with the piano. I can't mu- I can't read music, so everything I do is by by ear. But um, yeah, I love just pottering about, and you know singing along to to myself and stuff like that <laughs> next time we do this we get we get colette murray in concert I oh think. i don't know about that I tell you you need to get scott altizer in in concert he's 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 the one you need to get behind the scenes coach appreciate the time as always i hope we'll get a chance to maybe next time we can do this we don't have to social distance and we can actually sit down in person and do this but it's always yeah. fun I would love that. Thank you so much for your time, guys. Thank you. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Thanks again to uh, women's head golf coach and Colette Murray. Thanks to Andy Meyer. He is the uh, head coach for track and cross country and also to Mackenzie Jones for being with us this week. That is going to wrap it up for us here on Mox on the Mic. For our producer, Tate Johnson, I'm Chris Goforth saying so long, everybody, and go Mox. Thanks for listening to Mox on the Mic. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and review. And we'll see you again soon.